The following podcast contains a multitude of sensitive content. Some such content may include, but are not limited to, extreme violence, abuse, and body horror. Listener discretion is advised. The eerie noises you hear at night. The dark shadows that hide in your peripherals. The voices that whisper to you when you close your eyes. To some, these strange phenomenons might be called the boogeyman, spirits, or even angels. But here, we call them the Blacklight Files. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name is Nick and this is the Blacklight Files. Ooh. It's spookier than my normal show. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hopefully try eventually add more into the darker and scarier sides of role-playing in, in, in this. And with that, I am starting with a wonderful session of Delta Green. Yes, we're gonna be playing Delta Green. And who am I playing this game with? Why? That would be Dido. Hello. I'm Dido. I'm excited to play a dark Delta Green. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> and then also we have Felis. Hey, folks. I am, uh, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, and I'm frightened. Yeah, that's good. We're professionals. I mean, you get to be professional and terrified. Yeah, that's, uh, usually it takes a professional to know to be terrified. Uh, I'd, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so Delta Green, uh, for anyone listening, wondering know what they're in for, it is like if Supernatural met the X-Files or some something like that, I'd say. is usually how I describe it. Uh, it's loaded with the Cthulhu mythos. It is something that is about people who, in the attempt to destroy the unnatural... They destroy themselves. That's basically how I would put it. Uh, do you guys? Do you guys have any kind of? What, what's your experience with with the Cthulhu mythos as a whole? Uh, I am currently running a fifth edition um, game where they literally have to fight off eldritch gods. Um, so that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I, it's. Uh, I. I. It's. It's one of those things where like it's such a like pervasive mythos that it it gets into everything now um yeah i've also read the necronomicon so like the ooh. not like the oh. the collection of, of stories not, oh okay yeah yeah not, not <laughs> now not i the, feel like a noob now, <laughs> yeah. not the jumble of nonsense that is the necronomicon <laughs> okay okay yeah. i thought for a second there i thought you were gonna try and uh like raise the undead and, no nothing and like worship. that <laughs> <laughs> the old gods. I mean, that might happen. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. All the hail game hasn't Nagura. started yet. Black go to the wood with a thousand young. <laughs> what about what about you, Dido? What what is uh, your absolutely nothing? Absolutely nothing. You you are you are I, fresh for am, the brain stabbing. Yes, I I am not. I know nothing about Cthulhu, but I know a lot about horror. So. Oh, there we go. That's all we need to know. The thing about horror is it's about uh, severe loss of control. Um, 
and that is what we will hopefully explore today as we get into this operation. The sound of ring-billed gulls fill the air as we see an aerial shot of a nice port town, and BAM! Stamped onto the screen we see Duluth, Minnesota, May 10th, 2022. And we see a bunch of um, active people. Uh, uh, it, it's very hot today. It's blazing hot. Um, it's roughly uh, 82 Fahrenheit, 28 Celsius. That kind of uh, uh, heat going on right now. Warm. Um, what humidity are we looking at? It is. It is humid. It is very humid. It is gross. It feels like you're swimming uh, as you walk down the sidewalk. Thankfully, uh, I think the mosquitoes are only just coming out around this time of year, so we're not too uh, brushed up against this. But we, we, we're going to cut down to uh, a building that looks like it hasn't been touched in 50 years. A nice brown stone building uh, referred to as the Duluth Post Office. I'd like to know something before going on with this. So late last night, each of your characters got an email. Uh, it was for a growth and security career workshop by the American Security Coalition. And in those emails were tickets reserved for your names to dr- be flown out to Duluth. I guess what I'm curious about is, did you fly out? Was the ticket for last night? Was it for early this morning? Uh, or did you just drive instead? I took a red eye. So probably about crack of dawn, no sleep, just arrived maybe a few in, in the wee hours of the morning, as most doctors tend to do most of their work at yeah. the butt crack of dawn. What is a red eye? Uh, a red eye is the uh, a red eye is the flight you take in the middle of the night. Oh, it's okay. Like, it's usually like between midnight and like three in the morning. Yeah. Okay. The I was gonna say it's nobody wants to be on. It's a, it's a term I had not heard, but I was like, it sounds like they're flying. But I'm like. I- is this like a an Uber I've never heard of? <laughs> I, I've I've heard red eye, but I'm like I don't know what it is. So I'm just gonna pretend like I do, and then, then no, no one notices. Uh, and what was what and and Felis, your character? Mm-hmm. How did they decide to arrive? They probably flew. Um, probably wasn't super. Uh, wasn't a super like nice. They're an academic. It wasn't a very expensive ticket, in <laughs> the very least. Uh, so they, they 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 probably flew out. Um, I probably got in probably earlier in the morning, probably definitely after the good doctor. Okay, yeah. Um, but it sounds like you both got there early, so we'll, we'll say you both arrived pretty on time. Uh, so the workshop is being held at two p.m. Uh, I don't know if you guys in, uh, uh, intend to do hotels or anything like that, or if you're just waiting to go straight there. Do you guys get rental cars each? Um, I think Dr. Kroller is Ubering. Definitely has an Airbnb. She doesn't do hotels. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, my character would, would, would probably get a rental car and, and drive out there. Probably doesn't... Is, it, is this like a weekend thing? Is this like just like a uh, it is day? currently Tuesday. 
Oh, okay. So it's just like a, a just like a one day sort of thing. Um, it did not explain. Cool. All right. Uh, they'll deal with that later. Um, they're going to they're they're like I'm going to hotel. Who knows? Who knows if I'm going to stay for this? Whatever this weird thing is. Um, but yeah. So that so they they got a rental car probably. Okay. Yeah. So you find your uh, each of you as you get to this door. Um, you find you have to hit a buzzer to get let into the the door you're being told to go into. Um, and an older woman comes in and lets you in. Uh, she directs you uh, to the back hall. Um, she's not going to be able to to help you get back there herself. Um, it would just be easier for you guys to walk on her own. She seems like she might have a trouble walking a little bit more. Um, so she directs each of you back to the down this long hall. Uh, and yeah, it looks like it was something built in the 70s and untouched since. It very you're you're curious why this is the place that you'd be uh, asked to come to for this thing. Um, Quite weird. I'd say that Dido, your character, probably got there a little bit earlier. Got there first. Um, you're you're led to you find this small room off to the uh, uh, the right. It looks like it's filled with like like example postal things like mailboxes and, and other stuff and cabinets and a desk. And you see um, there is a man maybe in his fifties. Uh, he's in like a ill-fitted suit, um, some stubble. Uh, and uh, he tries to slick his hair back, but it doesn't like fully stay back all the way. Uh, like he just might have like tried to put this together real quick. And you're realizing it is it is hot in here. It is not comfortable to sit in. He stands up and he he um, goes to shake your hand. Uh, shake his hand. Thanks for thanks for coming. Uh, my name. Uh, you can call me Palmer. And what what is your what is Dido's character's name? Dr. Crawler. Dr. Crawler. C-R-U-L-L-E-R. Uh, has you sit down, and then in comes Felix's character. He introduces himself again. My name is call me Palmer. Uh, and then what is your name? Professor Miles Anderson. Uh, yes, thank you for, for coming. You can sit down. And he, like, looks out, and he, like, looks down. There's, like, two hallways he can look down. Looks down those. He comes back. He shuts the door. Uh, he sits down, and he has a just a few manila envelopes with him uh so we are looking to uh help bring you further uh we're looking to recruit for uh mseco and we'd like to you know just we have a simple job that we'd like you to do it won't involve a lot but it's it's been a short notice for us as well Uh, i'll explain in a moment why but we didn't have a lot of people to deal with this so we've called you in, hoping perhaps this could benefit uh, both of us. And he's like, what are each of your human scores? Uh, 50. Where do I find that? Uh, it's, it's in your skills. Under H, above law. Under uh, history, above law. Yeah. Uh, uh, 10%. It's just 10%. It's the normal. Okay. Professor Miles Anderson, like, he seems like, con- he, he seems like nervous, he looks very rushed about this. Recently, we had um, a, a person who used to work with us. Uh, he is recently deceased as of earlier this week. And it seems as though 
his heirs are expected to be here within 48 hours to take a look at all of his stuff and collect and go. But the program that we are is one of security. Uh, we are we deal with a lot of national security and it's not uncommon for certain operatives to have tried to take stuff with them. All we're asking that we need you to do is go to his home and basically we need you to to look through his belongings and find any trace of the program and anything it might have. And basically we want you to go there, grab that, and make sure the, the place is clean before any of his heirs come in. Uh, and he, like, passes a manila envelope to you guys. That shouldn't be too hard to do. I mean, a little macabre, but sure. I've seen worse. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, and he, like I said, he hands this manila envelope over to you. And there you'll find some details uh, and a key to his apartment. Just make sure, because of this being a security issue, just make sure you keep low uh, don't draw attention to yourselves. Just go find what needs to be found and meet back here in 48 hours. And we can debrief the situation. Um, and so I, in the manila envelope is, like I said, it's a key. It talks about this man. His name is Clyde Bauman. His, it says his birth, his, his um, family, what he did as an occupation, uh, and what his affiliation to this program was, which I have given to you guys as a visual handout. So what we're looking for are tax papers? Maybe, perhaps. Um, I would say anything that could be signs of interest, I guess. Just come back with those and we can figure out what it was and what we can do with that. Is that good? It seems simple enough. Sure. Uh, uh, and I basically, guess. if you find any sign also, I guess, alongside tax info and stuff like that, if you find any sign that he has broken any kind of uh, security breach uh, or mm -hmm. security protocols, uh, that also is something we'd like to know. Absolutely. All right. Any more questions? Uh, no. When exactly his, his heirs are expected in 48 hours? So we have two days? Roughly. Yes. Yes. What is it, like, three in the afternoon? It's about, like, 2.30 at this point. Uh, it says here he had a wife. Is she still alive? Uh, the report, I believe, mentions that she's deceased. Um, about 20 years ago? Yes. Sorry, uh, I did miss that. Uh, so I believe it's probably his his daughter and his, and his son. Uh, oh, I was, I was just more concerned that we'd go to his home and she would still be there. No. Um, but no, okay. That makes me feel slightly less trepidatious then. All right. With that, hard cut to the traffic and hillside. Of, oh, actually, are you, are you guys going straight to the apartment or do you have anything else you're going to do? It's about 3.30. Again, it's like 3.30 in the afternoon or 3-ish, we'll say, at this point. Uh, uh, I mean, Miles is, is confused why, is a little confused by this whole situation. Um, but it was like, all right, I guess we're doing this and we'll offer to drive. Um, what was the character's name again? I'm so sorry, Dada. Dr. Crawler. 
Dr. Crawler, they'll offer to, to drive Crawler over. It's very nice of you. Well, uh, if you have a ride, otherwise, um, I understand, but... Uh, I don't drive. In general, or don't have a license, or... Both. Okay. Fair enough. Um, sure. Yes. Um, it's a Prius. I hope you don't... I hope that's okay. Fine. Good. Um, I mean, it's not a Tesla, but... I mean, I don't want to explode my way there. At least it's not a Pinto. At least it's not a Pinto. <laughs> your characters... How old are your characters? <laughs> Why do you guys know this? How old are your characters? <laughs> I mean, Miles said that because because Dr. Crowler said that. Yeah, yeah. Just, like trying to be like... Dr. Like, Crowler's definitely like... Mid, mid forties. Okay, <laughs> I think we're I think we're hitting our our mid forties to mid fifties demographic with that yeah. one. Uh, Miles is like thirty two. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like sure, whatever. Uh, um, okay, yeah. So you guys, uh, I guess if you guys are heading straight there. Um, Give me what's your give me a drive check, Anderson, Miles, uh, Mr. Okay. Anderson, Mr. Anderson. What's my drive? Uh, it's not great. It's it's not going to be detrimental. I just I'm just for some. That was an uh as a ninety. Okay, yeah. As you're getting there, traffic is packed. Uh, it looks like there's not a lot of great parking. You're basically you're just you end up having to park like about. Uh, uh, like three blocks down just to get there. And it's really annoying because it is hillside, uh, so it is very steep. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just like a three block steep walk. You guys arrive, it's it's like on the hill, this uh, this apartment complex. Uh, you get inside. It doesn't seem like there's a lock to the front door, um, so this must be just an ancient apartment. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, you make your way in. You can head out. Uh, it, it's about like on the, the second floor room uh 205 you get to to this place uh the key fits in good um and you enter his apartment inside is a dead body no <laughs> no no the dead body has been him. taken care of <laughs> just sitting there and but it is very sparse like there's not much in there it's very spartan you see uh, basically uh, just a very worn old couch, like a, a small TV. Looks like it's like maybe hooked up to like a cable box. You see uh, a coffee table with several crossword puzzles stacked on it um, and some magazines. A, you see like a box of glazers from Quick Trip. You see... What, that is the the dominant gas station in this area. I, I'm sorry, Glazers. Glazers. It's just it's just are, are uh, those donuts. Those are donuts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just yeah. Uh, glazed donuts. Uh, that's the immediate site. Is just like this living room with almost nothing in it. Um, I guess we should look for a computer. I guess so. He lives rather Spartan, didn't he? Okay. What? We'll also, what is everyone's alertness? Twenty. 20. 20. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead. Uh, look for, comp- look for, start looking for, for stuff, computer, filing okay. cabinets. 
things like that. And what what is uh, Cruller doing? Uh, the the same thing, looking okay. for a computer, yeah. an office. So, okay, so there there's a connected kitchen. Uh, you see that looks like there's some like dirty dishes, some some pans. There's like a, a poorly drawn crayon figure like posted to his his refrigerator. Uh, this says Grandpa. Uh, you go down the hallway. Uh, you see um, there's some closets and there is a bathroom. And as you walk by the bathroom, you do smell like corpse coming from it. You can assume that might be where he died. And as you pass the bathrooms, you find two rooms. One is his bedroom with just a bed and a dresser with photographs. And then the other one you find looks more like an office uh, and like a storage room. There is no computer. I would like to speak to the the doctor uh, and ask him. I have a question. Um... What what exactly is it that you you do? What was your profession of choice? Uh, I'm a surgeon. Okay. Why? I'm I'm a professor. Why are we here? I mean, Palmer said that it was a quick put together. I mean, I don't know. It seems odd. Have you not done anything for Emseco before? Uh, I mean, every few months they come in to the university and scour through our books. I've, I've spoken with them. I've helped them find things before. It just seems odd that we would be the first ones to call. I mean, luckily I'm supposed to be on vacation this week, so oh, I don't luckily. have any surgeries planned. Ah, well, I, I guess your job is a little more time-sensitive than mine. Well, let's get looking. I guess we'll I guess. find out. I guess we'll find out. Yes, let's look. Look around. Um, as you kind of like look through this office area, basically you're finding he has a lot of just boxes of papers. <laughs> like, a, like I said, no computer. Oh my goodness. It's all just physical files to look Somebody through. liked it old school. You guys are going to realize that this will take several hours to do. Reminds me of grad school. I do have another question. What is everyone's accounting at? Ten. Ten. My search is 60, though. (laughs) Mine's Uh. 40. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so I guess as you guys start digging in through these papers, hours and hours are going by. Let me know. I'm going to just list off like hours as you're like looking through stuff and you're not finished uh let me know if you guys feel like you're like oh i gotta take a break from this i gotta do anything so like an hour goes by two hours goes by it's like 5 36 p.m three hours go by four hours go by it's like getting to be like eight at night nine hours go by or not nine hours <laughs> it's not if you have it's five hours go by at, at at five hours after just looking through stuff um uh, he turns to uh, uh, Dr. Crother and says, It's getting a little late. Um, we have another full day after this to uh, really delve in. Um, should we begin thinking about turning in for the night? I, I mean, I've I've got another six hours in me of just looking at paperwork. Sure, but I'm also hungry, personally. Do you want to go get food while I keep looking? 
I mean, we could always... I guess we can't. If, if you don't... Uh, so the player in me doesn't want to leave <laughs> the other person alone, but the I will character say, has no reason to think that. Right, I, I was going to say, that's the thing about this. This is more granted in real life. Like, it's okay to split the party. It's A goblin's not going to drop from the roof with I'm knives. not worried about goblins. I'm worried about a tentacle <laughs> monster stealing yeah. them through a, a black hole. Um... <laughs> I know what happened to fucking the guy who fucking wrote the fucking Necronomicon. He was ripped to shreds in the middle of a, of a market square. So yeah, I guess, I guess, fuck me. Uh, I guess um, that um, uh, Miles goes and will buy food and then we'll, we'll return. Yeah, where are you going to get food? Uh, what you got? What's on the menu? <laughs> what is what is the nearest, um, like, ooh, can I roll something to see if, like, this doctor is, like, a weird health nut? Yeah. What are you, what are you, what are you thinking? Maybe human intelligence? Just, like, get a read on them for after five hours of spending the time in a room with them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me give me a human. 23. 23 under... Uh, And my mine is that it would be... That's my score is 50. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to know, like, how... how much yeah, of a that... success that was <laughs> um yeah uh what well, is the doctor does the doctor look like a health nut i mean no more than usual like okay. she'll eat a cheeseburger for sure i was gonna yeah. like if i if like if like he goes out and buys like chinese food or or fast food would they be like oh I, I mean she is a surgeon so even if she is a health nut if she only has five minutes to eat she will eat just whatever is there Sure, yeah. So he goes out to the nearest, like, like, um, v- like, that, those Chinese restaurants that have the same type font, um, that's called, like, Wok something, just something like that nearby. There is uh, a, hold on, let me, <laughs> this is, this this is gonna, a real walk Duluth. and roll. There's actually a really good one in nearby. <laughs> Are you, do you live in Duluth? Is that? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I live. I live in. I, I'm in Spear, so I'm like across the bridge. But I, oh, okay. I work in, and I've lived in Duluth. Uh, <laughs> and just to, we have found absolutely nothing after five hours, right? Five hours. That's been. That's been nothing. It's. Uh, I believe it's Cantonese house. I thought it was a different name, but never mind. I won't shout him out because I don't know if that's correct now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so five hours is nothing. So so um, Miles goes out to get Chinese. You're still digging around on this. As soon as he leaves, I start looking for furniture that has been moved, like scuff marks on the floor. Like, see if there's anything hidden, like a false back in a closet. Because okay. these, this, there's got to be a computer. There's got to be something. And she knows that she would have hidden anything like that. So there, there's two skills that like are very similar. So I want to see. Um... Okay, yeah, yeah. Give me a give me a search. Uh, that is a thirty-nine of forty. As you are digging around, um, you you kind of like, are you looking just in this room? Or are you looking the whole the apartment? Oh, the house. I'll just just uh, uh, paint a little bit more of the stuff. So, like I said, you you see like pictures of of Clyde with him and his wife, or pictures of his children. Um, there's like a handprint ceramic thing of his granddaughter. He's got a lot of his granddaughter stuff here. That's like how he paints it only. You see a lot of things are pretty sparse in this area. And then the bathroom looks like there's like 
the shower door is cracked and it's like broken stuff. Looks like he might have collapsed when he died. Um, and that's why it still kind of smells in there. But you're like digging around, like looking for evidence of stuff. It's not really finding. You do notice also then uh, you guys passed it on your way in. Uh, it was it was kind of like behind the door. There's like a key ring, mm-hmm. uh, like like a hook rack or whatever, like next on the wall near the door. And there is a, a key ring with several keys on it. There's there. I'll take that key ring. And start trying keys on all of the locks and anything that she could find. None of them are working in here. But if you go back to, you know, you're looking around, you start digging for this stuff. Go back to stuff. You start, like, looking around. You, as you get back, you notice, like, like, nothing looks. And it seems, like, kind of, like, defeated at this point. Like, Mm -hmm. like not finding anything strange in this place. But as you're sitting down and you're looking, you realize, like, you're, like, on the last leg of his stuff. And nothing seems, like, weird or unusual. Except... You get back to it and you notice he has another property. He owns a cabin and like it gives like an address and stuff like that. Well, that was that was a waste of five hours. <laughs> yeah, you were you were like right on the edge of it all. But you realize he's got another cabin. You've got an address for it. Uh, if you Google Maps, it it looks like it's going to be two and a half hours out from here driving uh, in, back into like like it looks like it's like going up into rural Minnesota, like halfway towards um, Ontario. And it, uh, uh, so you know that, and you've got keys that don't work anywhere else. So you might assume this could be what these are for. I am going to, since we're not finding anything here, I think when Mr. Anderson comes back, uh, the doctor is uh, just waiting for him in the parking lot with the keys and her purse. Oh, okay. Because it probably took it probably took some time for yeah. to actually find it. Yeah, I will say as you, because he's he's just getting his stuff. As you are heading out, you're you're closing the door. You see there is in the hallway just this this older woman who is just like walking in down the hallway. Like she's got on a leash, like a little. Uh, what can I think? What they're called now? Pomeranian. We'll go Working. with Pomeranian. Not, I, I can't think of the name. I'll go with Pomeranian. So she she has like a a little like Pomeranian that she's been she's walking. She's got on a leash, uh, and then she kind of like stops to seeing you. Like she like you're like getting out. You're like closing. You might like put the key in to lock it, and you turn, and there she is, just seeing you walk out of this guy's uh, apartment. Um, she's like she's like kind of like hunched over. Uh, like she's like her. She looks like she's like her age is shrinking her. She's. I guess it's really freaking hot out, so she probably doesn't have, like... Like, she's probably got, like, a tank top and, and like, shorts on still in, in her Crocs. Good evening, miss. It was a terrible shame that poor Mr. Bauman wasn't found for three days. It's a real three... pre- real pity. Wow, three days. That's tragic. Who found him? Well, uh, it was one of the maintenance men. Uh, do, you, do you know... Are you one of the family? Uh, no, uh, I was his doctor. What is it? What is your persuade? It's it's a sixty. Okay. Oh, oh so your doctor. Oh, well, that's a shame. You probably knew best of all that his art wasn't taking it. Oh. No, unfortunately, it wasn't. He wasn't a real loud person, but you know, it was nice to see people when you get the mail. <laughs> well, have a good day. You have a good one too, ma'am. Make sure you give that dog a nice little treat. Oh, Mitzi loves treats. And then she walks off about three doors down and then 
gets in. Uh, you get down to there and uh, uh, what am I, I know you're Miles. I, for some reason, I memorized your last name, but not like, like your first name. Is just like getting out of there. Uh, you you get down there and like Miles is just like bundled up with Chinese walking towards the apartment. <laughs> you do get a better parking spot this time. <laughs> oh, uh, hello, um, Doctor. Um, everything all right? Uh, I found another lead to a cabin about two and a half hours away. So what we're looking for might not be here, but there. Do you want to eat the food now or later? I am not hungry. So if you want to eat, I'll drive. Don't, mm, no. <laughs> uh, and he puts the food back in the car and gets in the driver's seat. Because <laughs> you, you know, if, him, if you told him he do, he, that he don't have a license. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say if you if you hadn't told him six hours ago, he might have believed <laughs> you. <laughs> he might have gone. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I unlock the door. For, unlock the door for her. Okay. Are you so? Where are you guys? He- are you guys heading up there? Or are you? Where, I mean, I've got I've night? got the uh, the the ways directions on my phone to the address Mr. Uh, Anderson do you yeah. want to eat before we go let us just drive it's let's just go let's just drive out there we can we'll figure it out on the way if you, if you have like cream cheese wontons or egg rolls you can at least snag them yeah. on the drive yeah. Yeah, um, there's, there's, did you give some... me pot stickers um, you didn't give me an, give me any orders, but yes, I did. Uh, you guys start heading up. It's like a little. It's it seems really. You, you take the highway for a long time, and then eventually you'll have to like break out from there. And uh, it's a property next to a. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's oh, it's a property in the the Stony River Township. Uh, it's like a cabin almost right off of Bog Lake. It's about two two and a half, depending on how it's going. If you guys aren't very familiar with the roads, it might take a bit longer to get up there in the dark. It's actually closer to Ontario than it is to where you're starting from. Is it a silent drive or is it? I think the doctor tries to make small talk. I mean, yeah. So what is it that you do, Mr. Anderson? Uh, I teach um, I teach history at McGill University. Uh, what, what part of history? Uh, generally, uh, uh, indigenous uh, studies. Um, sort of pre-contact uh, indigenous peoples. Is it a good job? I mean, I enjoy it. So, I would argue yes. <laughs> what is your, your uh, speciality? Uh, you said you're a surgeon. Are you just like a, a general surgeon? You... Uh, no, I specialize in psychotherapy and uh, neurology. Oh, a, literally a brain surgeon. Okay. Literally a brain surgeon. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's what I'm rocking with today. Good to know. <laughs> Don't be intimidated. Um, I'm surrounded by people who are smarter than me uh, all the time. Do not worry. Are you guys listening to music, or is this uh, just conversational as you focus on the drive? I mean, sure. I'll turn on the radio. I was just curious what you what the scene is as we're pulling up to this place. What kind of what kind of music do you got blaring? What's what's the what's the mood? Um. Oh, I'm gonna roll to see. I'm gonna roll just a, a dice to see. Yeah. All right. Um. And he definitely uh, plays classical music because he's a weird, a weird professor. That's, I mean, that's fine. I, my, my radio, my alarm clock radio is set to classical music. I don't know what station it is uh, for here, but uh, <laughs> I know it's, it's already set. It's the one you guys would probably be listening to. Um, so here it is. 
classical music. Uh, we'll say we've got um, some Baroque period music like blaring in as we have this rocky, dark, like as you're like getting to like dirt roads and having to like drive. And it's a little bit more rocky. And then like Chinese is like bouncing up and down in the cars. You guys are like getting to this area and pulling off till you finally eventually find a you find a a little pull off from the road. Um, that's a little bit down a small driveway, uh, a little bit more concealed still. Uh, and it pulls up on this one story cabin. Uh, it, it definitely looks like it's definitely looks like it's meant to look like a log cabin, but it's probably not actually a log cabin. It's probably just the way it's it's set up mm-hmm. as the like headlights flash up on this area and you pull down. Do you guys have like do you guys have flashlights on you or do you just have your phones? <laughs> And the headlights. <laughs> Probably just have my phone. Probably just have the phones. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so you guys just have your phones as you're like uh, um, getting through. What is give each of you? Give me a percentile. Eighty-two. Uh, ninety-six. Okay, your phones are both very well charged <laughs> for this uh, probably because it's your currently your only real lifeline uh, as to what's going on so you flash over this the, the headlights so they flash over the log cabin they flash over uh, it looks like it starts like the terrain can get kind of hilly as it recedes back into the forest uh, you see like an outhouse and you see a shed as well as you park here mm. where do we want to start well if, if you're Storing documents, I would recommend perhaps the um, the, the main the building. Outhouse? Yes, the outhouse. Uh, no, main building. Well, but these are documents that aren't supposed to be known to the public. <laughs> she looks around at the woods surrounding this cabin. Yeah, I think I think they're pretty well hidden out here. So if if I'm wrong, you can check the outhouse. Okay, uh, you go up to uh, the one of the keys you have unlocks mm-hmm. it, so you get in. The neighbor lady did say that uh, they didn't find uh, poor Mr. Bauman for three days. I mean, he's, div- he's a divorcee. He's a divorcee. He's a uh, children don't, don't live with him any longer. Uh, I mean, it's tragic, but it happens. But he still has children. Sure, but they obviously don't live and a nearby. Job? Did he? Does he still? He's, he's, he's. I believe he's retired. He is retired. Okay. Yeah. His retired children, in ninety nine. His his children clearly don't live with him any longer, and they clearly don't live nearby. So it's it's possible that they hadn't checked up on him, or if, if they had, he had simply not answered, and and maybe they don't have the best relationship. It's. She did also say he was very quiet, so that could also be why they didn't find him. Yes. Uh, sad. Um, I, I weep As I'm him. opening the door. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're getting inside here. And again, it's it's pretty... There's a lot of secondhand furniture. Um, you see some some decor to make it look... Uh, there's some like rustic decor to it. There's a lot of dust. Um, as you're going through this, and I'll just explain as you as you walk the house, uh, you find there is one bedroom, one bathroom, a living room, a few closets, and a kitchen. The whole thing is constructed of wood with a, like I said, with a faux log cabin exterior. You did uh, notice cables coming into it, so it looks like it was connected to a power grid. Mm-hmm. And other than that, like I said, it doesn't, it does not look like anyone's been in here for like two months. At or more, but like 
it's it's very dusty. There's cobwebs already. No one's been in here in a in a while. Should we take a look around before we really uh, pack in? Because we wasted five hours the last time. And we have food. I'm going to I'm going to sit down and eat some food. You you eat. I'll take a look around. Fair enough. Scream if something you need something or yell. I should say. You guys, uh, uh, when you you sit down, you start. Uh, making yourself at home, getting some food ready, eating, eating that. the cold Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there is a kitchen. You could you could microwave it, you think. Sure. It feels weird to use a dead man's kitchen. <laughs> 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 then the kitchen, oh, I don't know, so I'm just going to sit at the table. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to um, try and turn on a light. Do the yeah, lights actually work? It, there's power to the house, so you are able to go to that. You're looking around in this area. You do find a footlocker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, looks, do one of the keys go into it? Yes. It's it's like the small green foot. Or is that not small? I guess it's this green footlocker. Looks like it might have been like Vietnam era. Okay. Um, Vintage. Yes, it, it does look like one of them goes to it. Pop that sucker open. Uh, okay. Things you find in here. Uh, you see some real, real tapes. Uh, with FBI evidence tags on them. They're dated 15 August 72 through 29 September 72. Uh, you see a cardboard box containing a neatly folded but very bloody man's suit. You find a what looks like a annotated copy of a di- doctoral dissertation called Sky Devils, Archetypical Figures in Native American Mythology by Kevin Barr. Uh, you see three tier gas grenades. They look very old. <laughs> <laughs> you see a large iron knife with some sort of markings on them and it's bone handle. It's got a bone handle to it. Uh, but the bone look makes it look relatively new. And then you also see a just a leather pouch and another unmarked book. The reels, does it look like even older than a VCR tape type reel? Yes. Okay. Um, the doctor would, out of her purse, will pull some surgical gloves and put them on. Ooh, okay, yeah. Um, because there's blood in there. And one of the first things you learn as a doctor is all blood is contaminated. And the f- I think she would pull out the book first while okay. Miles is eating. Miles, uh, you're yeah. eating. Uh, at some point, uh, it looks like some, uh, you get like sauce, like splats out onto the table. Ah, fuck. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all right. It's just cold <laughs> uh it like it's you they're like crumbs that get places and like and some like splattering of food okay what's what's he's finished you clean up um and then go find the doctor okay yeah you go uh you find uh give me an in- intelligence times five just take roll if i roll under my intelligence times five. all right yeah uh 37 my intelligence times five is 85 yeah, so you start cleaning. You, like, go and get some water to, like, wipe stuff up. And you realize there's an outhouse, but there's indoor plumbing. I told a... you the fucking outhouse. Son of a... <laughs> no, you wanted to go like, inside. It just, it, like, like, you, like, start doing the water, and you go, and, like, you go to the... And then it's like it just hits you. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> Why would they need an outhouse? <laughs> Doctor? Yes? I would like to apologize for various reasons. Um, why? 
you, you remember the outhouse? Fondly. <laughs> so they have indoor plumbing here. I assume so with the electricity. So why would they need an outhouse? Exactly. Would you like to check the outhouse now? Let's go, let's check the outhouse. Yes. If there's nothing in the outhouse, there's some nice films we could just spend the rest of the night watching. Sounds lovely. Yeah, I mean, if you both go, yeah, you uh, you put back the book uh, mm-hmm. you picked up, um, and then you you guys head out. Flashlight show the hand. expert on, indige- on indigenous cultures the book yeah. about indigenous folklore. She puts the unlabeled book right on top of it, so you can't see the title. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, you guys get out to the outhouse. You you open it up, and you realize that it is. Uh, very disgusting in there. It smells bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like there's anything strange in there, but it does look like this is where they have been. Like this is where they used uh, the bathroom. Weird. I like. Uh, hmm. If they use the bathroom out here, they have indoor plumbing. People wouldn't check the bathroom. We check the bathroom. I have not checked the bathroom. Why would I check the bathroom? He did die in his bathroom. I mean, unless you want to dig through literal shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm a brain surgeon, but I have done surgery on intestine before. Do you want to repeat that? Without <laughs> no, full, without no, full I do not. PPE gear? No? Okay. Let's head. I send my flashlight down the. down. Is it just for thoroughness? Yeah, it is just old. Foul. Shit. Make a dexterity nice. check to like make it, sure that you don't drop your phone. Like. Staying at the outhouse for too long, like just is disgusting. It feels uh, like you, like you might retch if you stay there too long. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then he just leaves. I do want to make a correction, Professor uh, Doctor Cruller. Uh, there was three other items in there that I forgot to mention. There is a uh, there was there was a Manila folder. Okay. The title on the folder wasn't full, but it had stuff in it. There was a. There was an there was another folder that was uh, titled uh, Vintage Corporation, uh, and then there was a glass uh, sphere about three centimeters in diameter, and it like weirdly like stuck to the knife a lot. But okay, uh, sorry, those were other three things that were in there. But um, did did yeah. Vantage Corporation did it sound familiar in any way? No. Okay. Um, there's a there's a lockbox that we should probably take with us if you want to unlock the car. You can check the bathroom and I'll just check it in real quick. Sure. Better to be safe than sorry. There's a couple of unmarked things in there and something labeled from the FBI. A weird knife with a sphere. I give them the keys. So you guys unlock it. You, you put that stuff in the car. There's still a shed. If you... I guess I don't know if, if yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you unlocked that. I, yeah, I sent uh, Mr. Anderson to check the in, the bathroom inside for anything. Oh, uh, you check the bathroom. There's no plumbing to the toilet. There is a toilet in there, but there's no plumbing to it. Yeah, I open up the back tank. Completely dry. If, right. if you're look, if you, I'll say, even if you like, go outside to inspect, you you find a electric water pump like from like a well uh that puts the water in there but you also notice like none of the plumbing gets connected to the toilet uh and it looks like just the toilet 
What about the uh, the sink in the bathroom? Uh, the sink sink is fine. The shower works. Yes. Uh, I assume the toilet is bolted to the ground, or is it not? Yeah, yeah, it would be. Uh, I mean, it'd look, be like a normal toilet, Mister Anderson. Well, uh, let me. This man is seems like a weird, paranoid person. Um, having a you know um. Look for a toolbox. I want to find a toolbox. I want to see what's up with the toilet. He has he has water. He has a, his system connected, so he, he could very well shit in his own toilet, but he doesn't. I think you're on the right on a good track. So yes, let's find a, a toolbox. Get the bolts off and get this thing moved. Or can I move it at all? Or is it just was it properly bolted? Uh, I believe it. I think it probably just be bolted. Yeah. I don't have to, or, or can I open the bowl and just be like, look? Yeah, like it. It looks like the like the toilet doesn't get isn't like it's like not used at all. Yeah. Uh, it looks like there's there like you think if there's a built with a toilet here, that means it had to have also been built with like a septic tank in mind. Like mm-hmm. the house wouldn't have been built mm-hmm. like this. Without... Oh, is it, it is it like a septic tank? Yeah, out, out okay. this far rural, it would be either you'd have like outhouses or you'd have a septic tank. Um, or both, in this case. Both, uh, which usually is unusual. Perhaps the, the tank then. Septic tank. That's going to be underground. We're going to have to I, dig it out. Well, no, there should be an access to it um, to help pump it out. Maybe somewhere around the shed? Check. The, do we want to take apart the toilet or look for the... Look for the let's look for the tank. I think let's look for the tank. Let's look for yeah. the septic tank. Look for the tank, yes. We look for the tank. Okay. Did you guys move the trunk? Did I say that? Uh, I think we did. Yes, I took okay. the... Uh, in the, the back of the Prius. It's in the back of the Prius. Okay. So if he's doing that, um, while well, you check it out, you'll notice taped to the back of the trunk is another envelope. Okay. I'm going to take a look at that envelope. The envelope itself is blank. The only thing marking it is a triangle a small triangle with uh, using green ink and inside of it, you'll know, you'll see a note. If you want to give it a read. I would like to give it a read to whom it may concern. If you are reading this note, I can assume I have died or become incapacitated before I had the courage to complete my final mission. You will find about 20 gallons of gas in the shed behind this cabin. Pour it into the septic the septic tank beside the cabin and ignite it. You'd be happier if you didn't look inside. Please make sure that the remains are kept from my children. I am so sorry. God, please forgive me. Clyde Bowman. Okay, uh, and I think then Miles has made his way looking around the back. You find about 10 yards or so. Uh, away from the property, like getting back towards the the trees, you do see um, the tank access. You see the hatch for the septic tank. Uh, you can like see it. It's like in a shallow pit. It's not buried like as it would be expected, but it looks like the earth piled around indicates that it, like it's been exposed for years. Like this, the entrance, uh, like I said, the hatch is uncovered and there is a padlock on it. The it looks like the handle and hinge are well oiled still. Yeah. Doctor, I, f- uh, I found it. Don't open it. It's Apparently locked. Apparently good. Oh, I have the keys. 
Okay. Uh, why not open it? I found a note. Okay. And I'll make my way back, um, back over to uh, Mr. Anderson. Professor Anderson, please. Uh, yeah, I I would uh, extend my hand to, to read the note. Oh, uh, this feels more like call the cops, call law enforcement, let them deal with whatever's in there. Because I'd the doctor Doctor Crowley looks very closely at Professor Anderson. Are you that? Hmm. And then I show him the envelope with the green triangle on it. I don't think we should be calling the cops. Oh, why can't he just be a serial killer who died of a heart attack on his toilet? This is connected to them. (laughs) He could have been. That's that's kind of what Anders is thinking, that there's going to be some bodies in there. I I think what we need to do is finish the mission. To open it up and burn it? Unless you want to look inside before we do. Do you want to look inside? Not really. I will. I heed my warnings. Is there a way to pour liquid into here without opening up the the, the lid? You would have to open the hatch. Oh, here. This is. You might like this. And she slaps a book on his chest. Um. I, what's it called again? It was Sky Devils, Archety- archetypical figures in Native American mythology by Kevin I'm, Barr. I mean, can I roll what I see? What I know about Sky Devils? Give me. What what do you have for um? What, do you have any like specialty stuff? Like what is, what are your higher stuff that you probably went into? Uh, my occult and history are both eighty, which I believe my archaeology is seventy, which might might be uh, part of this. I didn't put any points out there. Apology, uh, give me an occult. Sixteen. You recognize this? Um. You've never read this. You don't know ex- like really what the contents are, mm-hmm. but Sky De- like this paper by Kevin Barr, um, like this dissertation. You know, you've heard, you've dug into this and you've looked at this. This is a rege- this was a dissertation rejected by the University of uh, Indiana Bloomington in 1985. You know, it seems to be what some people would consider nonsense, and you're not like. Something might. I think if you read it, you might find things that might tickle your brain a bit more. But as it stands, you just recognize it as a unpublished paper, basically. Before we go opening up a thing full of, I assume, the remains of murdered teenagers, um, can I see the 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 envelope, the 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 one uh, marked with our friend's uh, our friend's symbol there? I uh, hand it over. The uh, envelope. Can I look- can I look through it and see if I recognize anything interesting, weird? The unmarked one you said, or uh, the 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 one the marked one, the one, the one, the, the one the that you said. Mm-hmm. All it had was the note in there. No, uh, then I'll, can I have the other one then? I want to look through all the papers. Uh, it's um, back in the car. Yeah, uh, you guys oh, head shit. back to the uh, the vehicle, leave the the tank for a bit. Um, you guys get back to it. You open it up, start look through. Um, I guess now that you're looking through them too, uh, you see the reel-to-reel tapes. You see the cardboard box with the bloody man suit. You see um, the grenades, the the knife, the um, the leather pouch. You see the glass sphere. Uh, what what are your guys's? Do, do, do any of you guys have a rating in science physics? Physics? I don't think so. 
I was. I didn't think so either. I just wanted to. No, no physics. And no, my science is biology. Okay, okay. You see the file uh, called Ventage Corporation and an unmarked file. If you look at the unmarked file first, oh, you know what? There is no unmarked file. <laughs> oh. It's just the Ventage Corporation file. I, I yeah. misunderstood a uh, quotation mark as a bullet point. Um, yeah, it's just the one that says Ventage. It looks like this one looks a lot more like an investigation and like financial like documents about this Fantasia Corporation. Uh, just like skimming it without really looking into it. it. looks like something. There's like a financial watch list called K Group. And it looks like a, it's like some documents on like a raid for uh, on, on, on a warehouse in Puerto Rico uh, where they found something called the, the Skeel Formula. Am I familiar at all? Uh, I wouldn't imagine. Um, no, no. The knife and the orb, um, sort of maybe may a bit of a stretch. Do they appear like some form of like ritualistic in any nature, or is it just like an orb and, an, and like a like a K bar? Um, do you have archaeology at all? I Let's do seventy. All right, you're looking at the large iron knife. Mm-hmm. You can identify it as an Anglo-Saxon manufacturer. And strangely, it's engraved with Ogham markings. Uh, and like I said, the bone, you're looking at the bone. Uh, and I, you know, I, I realize looking at it back at this, re-examining it, even with the doctor right there can tell you, like this is human bone, mm. uh, the handle. It's not like animal bone. So it's human bone and it looks relatively new. It's, it's, so like, there's a lot of confusion with like this knife with, that has these ancient markings and like of bone. origin. The, the the markings on it, um, is it, what would what, you say it was? Ogham? Ogham? I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. It's like For old, sure. it's like primitive Irish. Sure thing. I am. I am an academic who who is in the, the history. It, do I? Can I call someone? And be like, hey, can you do like do like a weird like translation for me? Uh, it is the middle of the night. <laughs> Fuck. Well, um, not in Ireland, maybe. Oh, okay. You want to see if you have a? Yeah, if I can like roll something to see if I know someone who like works in Ireland. Here's and, an idea. Uh, did you did you guys yeah. fill out your bonds? I don't. I, I know you guys have the option. I just never. I, I didn't make you guys fill out things necessarily, just because I didn't know what we all were going to play and we're going to do mm-hmm. it. Do you have your bonds filled out? Our bond. Oh, uh, I do. I I did. I kind of like copied um, uh, one from the from the from the book. But yes, I don't. Oh have yeah, a- I mean, you because you could make one of them your bond. You could like have like a professor sure. in Ireland be like one of your bonds. Sure, Irish smart buddy. I'll put it. I'm a smart buddy. Because it would be normal time for them. Yeah, so I I would call up um, uh, my uh, historical um, someone else in the industry or the uh, the field uh, with with expertise in Ogham, if I could. There's just one thing I want to look for. So what do you... What is that that thing, Professor? Um, what... uh, The... It's uh, appears to be Anglo-Saxon, Saxon, um, perhaps a, 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 a sax, but the knife, clearly of some sort. Uh, this is Ogham, um, sort of a uh, an ancient form of the Irish language of an Irish language. I don't speak it um, at all, so. Uh, I might have a friend. I might have a colleague. Um, uh, or have a colleague in Ireland. Uh, I might be able to contact. 
I can't say that that is my area of expertise. <clears throat> Unfortunately, neither. It's not mine either. It seems quite the uh, eclectic, uh, quite the collection. I've noticed that everything in this footlocker, the footlocker itself, seems to be from Vietnam era, but everything else seems to be from different time periods. I mean, he was killing something. I mean, we don't know what he was supposed to be doing. I mean, we just know that we're supposed to get rid of any evidence that he is connected to uh, Mseko. That file's probably it, for sure. Whatever is whatever remains is in that are septic in tank. That septic tank. What is your relationship with this person, and what is their name? Um, I'll like, say. How do you know them and stuff? Like, what are you? How close are you? I'll say this person, like, like they have, um, because fun fact about Canada, uh, the east, the eastern seaboard is populated um, by very recent uh, Irish immigration, mm. um, uh, like during during the famine, uh, the, the accents out there sound super Irish, and they still have Irish. They still, some of them still use like Gaelic words just in everyday conversation. Um, fun fact about Canada. Um, so th- there would be an overlap in sort of um, their study a little bit. Um, uh, and so either like they had come come over to Canada or perhaps uh, Miles had gone gone to, to Ireland at some point um, uh, for like a, a um, convention and they had met um, and uh, are like working kind of like like working colleagues like they're, they're aware yeah. of each other's research stuff like that academic peers academic peers yeah they're they're they're, they're on like good terms i would i would argue yeah. okay um yeah uh so yeah you what's their name uh i want to i don't want to get super C. I i want to get super stereotypical with this person's name you don't want to name them Patrick O'Irish? No. <laughs> no. Um, uh, Sarcy. Name is Sarcy. A, a woman, I'll, we'll say. Sarcy. Is that their first name? That's the first name, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll call them. I'll, I'll look the doctor. I'll give Sarcy a call. And, and um, so, you, like, yeah, you, you call them. Um, and you... Uh, Miles? Tarsi, um, hello. Uh, I'm so sorry. Bit early. What time is it there? I'm so sorry. It's, it's, it's a bit late here as well. It's five in the morning. Uh, uh, I apologize. Um, I f- I found something that might be up your alley. Um, I, uh, oddly enough, an, a, a Saxon knife carved with Ogham. Oh, or, okay. All right. Um, what? What? Where'd you, where'd you find it? Um, Minnesota. That's a long way from home. It's a long way. F- yeah, it's a long way from a lot of lot of places. Um, I'm uh, I'm doing I'm doing a favor for for someone. Um, and I can't get into it too much due to, you know how, rich academic investors can get the. It's sensitive, but if if I sent you a, a photograph of these carvings, could could you translate them or attempt to? I I, I don't expect, um, I, I don't expect you to promise a hundred percent. Obviously, this is sort of rough conditions. Uh, give me a charisma times five. A charisma times five. Ooh, that's not bad. 
wow, 13. You guys have been rolling hot. I, yeah, I've been doing good. I, all right, uh, just um, send them. Just send some pictures over it. I'll, I'll get back to you when I can. Absolutely, um, of course. I'll try to send you something uh, before night, I guess. Sure, um, absolutely. Uh, take, take as much time as you need. Um, thank you again. Um, no problem. Uh, uh, I have to go. I'm uh, again strange situation. Yeah, it sounds um, like it's late for you there. What? It's around midnight. All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk to you again later. But of course, uh, farewell, tata. <laughs> uh, and we'll hang up and then take a picture of the of, of the carvings. Tata. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what accent this is. It's not Torontonian. Um, <laughs> it is definitely not. Uh, well, you probably just you probably just got your your degree there, and then you stayed there. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Fucking. Who knows? Who knows where Miles is from? Probably. Uh, I should probably know, but it doesn't matter. I think this is the first time I've ever googled what Irish time is. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I will take a picture of the, of the symbols and send them over to 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 Sarcy. Yeah, um, okay. Um, you, you, yeah, she'll she looks at those. She'll try to look at those. Whatever the glass orb, like I said, it's it sticks to it the knife it, when it's nearby, but it doesn't look ritualistic. It's just a it's just a glass orb. And the, this suit uh, is that like a boiler suit or like a like a fancy suit? Like the suit is it? You mentioned it. Like a like the kind of suit you'd be wearing to to an office job. All right, weird. I guess the septic tank. Uh, if if you guys are interested in like looking at other stuff in here, like a little bit more, I think the only things you haven't really looked at is where is that? Uh, the leather pouch. You open that up, and there is teeth. Um, hair. There are oh. teeth. Oh. There are, and oh. there are feathers. Hey. Human uh, teeth? I will say Dr. Cruller knows that is infant teeth, human infant teeth. The, re- the hair and the feathers are animal, but the teeth are baby. I mean, they're baby teeth. I mean, it's normal for parents to keep baby teeth. It's it's weird, but it's yeah. normal. Yeah, it's normal to pay your children for their teeth. <laughs> Question, <laughs> how many teeth are there? Is there? Is it more than, than two children could provide? 17. Okay. So it's about right. Okay, that, that's, yeah, that, that's not that's not too human. Um, that's not more than two human heads. Do they look like they naturally fell out or that they have been pulled? Do you, tell me this, is there, is that a thing? <laughs> is there a difference? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, if, when teeth fall out, they're a little more damaged than if they were to be, like, pulled. Oh, like, fully okay, okay, intact. Okay. Yeah, I see. Um, they look uh, pulled. They're not like they fell out of a kid's head naturally. Yes. That's moderately concerning. Oh, now you're concerned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was I'm... concerned before, but before <laughs> yeah, it was a mission, and now it's we're pulling children. Now it is serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm th- I'm wondering. Like, at first, the teeth weren't a problem because he has children, and that's normal. Yeah. I don't know if keeping him in the same bag same bag as a, clearly the murder suit and a knife and, like... 
This is his. This in is in the his... secret cabin with the mystic. With the yeah, this. Mm. This is his killer trunk. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is this is a murder kit. This is a good kill thing, kit. Good thing. Good uh, thing. I have gloves on, no fingerprints, and you've been touching it the whole time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're Who's burning everything now. I'm pretty sure we're gonna be burning a lot of things here. Should we call our friends and have them come in and be like, Do hey, we have a number? I think we're supposed to be doing the getting rid of but what should we call him and say we're pretty sure he has a septic tank full of baby corpses what call number them how do we not have no oh, we don't have no. that their fucking number god no. damn it you're you're to do this and then meet back in 48 hours <laughs> have have you ever experienced mm, this is gonna sound very bad but remember my profession has anybody ever died at your hands? No. It is very difficult to get over. I'd imagine. I... This is the next question. Do... Does our curiosity overtake us and we look to see what is in the septic tank? Or do we just do what the letter says and burn it? I mean, I'm not sure about you, but... If we call the cops, we are fucked. Right? If, yes. So we should just... I feel bad, because... Look, look, if this is a actually a, a, a septic tank full of baby corpses, this won't be the first time people have found a septic tank full of baby corpses. It happens. It happened in Ireland like three times. Terrible story. I would feel bad about, about, about sort of destroying the evidence, but I'm curious to see what the translation on the knife is. That could take a while, right? We have 48 hours. Well, we have probably closer to 36 now. Movie night? Movie night, I guess. Okay. I guess while we wait for the translation, we'll try and figure out how to watch the the reels that were in that box. More information. I'm comfortable with getting more information about this. So you note that the reel to reel tapes are are audio tapes. Okay. I might be stupid, but I think that's what they are. I might be so wrong. radio play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say um, he didn't have anything in there to listen to him. Um, I'll go ahead and say if you the place you have it checked is the shed. Mm-hmm. There's a lock on that. You can unlock the shed. If you look around in there, you see there's a just a bunch of tools. There are uh, you'll maybe I'll say there is a. Was the uh, gas? Did it say? Was it behind the shed? In the shed? So like I said, so you see like an assortment of tools. I'll say you see like a an old tape player uh, that looks like you could plug it in, and you see also twenty one gallon cans of gasoline. Twenty gallons of gas. I'm starting to think we might have to burn this entire cabin down. I think I would have to agree with you. Is there a uh, these t- these these tapes are reels. Is there some sort of uh, equipment to play them with? Well, I was just saying in in the shed, you along with some of the tools, you see an older uh, tape player in there. So you could probably bring that into the house and listen to stuff in there if you wanted. Yeah, I think the doctor will finally eat her cold Chinese, which she is very accustomed to, and start listening and probably fall asleep before. It's even like three hours in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, because you you realize uh, even even three hours in, it looks like you've made like a small dent in the tapes. 
you think this is going to take you roughly 20-ish hours to fit, listen to all of it. What 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 is the the what are the tapes? What is on the tapes essentially as we're listening? To yeah, yeah. Tapes? So it's um, basically I'll say if you're listening to say you listen to about three hours, I'll say um, there's like this some unknown church engaging in like pseudo Christian services involving snake handling, but you, you're only like a dent into like what all of it is. That's kind of like the what you've gathered. This might be about. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, he'll keep listening. Uh, it's like the doctor could stay up for hours reading paperwork, but listening to audio puts her right to sleep. I've listened to quite a few. I've had to sit through quite a few recordings um, in my in my time, so uh, this is not anything I'm not unused to. Like even, like even for a surgeon, their hours are crazy, and they're usually like looking at images, reading files, going through paperwork. It's not usual, usually audio. Um, okay, I'll say uh, after about, if you hit the 10 hour mark, maybe. How, how late would you stay up listening to this? Um, like you, you guys know it'd probably be like over, it's, it's roughly or more than 20 hours. I would say a good five hours and then he's just like, fuck it, sleep time. Five hours in? Okay. You hear some weird... Uh, a mention you hear in there, like, that seems like stands out to, uh, refers to the, the scaled redeemer. That's, like, a term that's used in, like, some of these congregations. Um, I'd say after that, then if you're if you're only going to five hours, um, you, you know, hit the hay. Are you guys just, like, are you guys sleeping in the car? Are you, like, take one take in his bed, one take in the couch? Or what do you... I... I... I think we were just like on the couch listening and that's where the doctor just fell asleep. But I think the real mm. question is when Professor Anderson falls asleep, do you keep the audio playing? No, he, he, he would pause it. Yeah, we'll say late morning people start waking up. I don't know if, if like the doctor is going to do a routine before the professor wakes up or if you guys are just going to get to crack and when it cracks. Normally she does go for a run when she wakes up, but she doesn't know this area and she's afraid she'd get lost. That's fair. So I think she's just busying herself. Okay. Cleaning, really, probably. Oh, interesting. Okay. Trying yeah, to stay uh, in the house because she has a feeling that if she goes outside, she's definitely going to her curiosity is going to get the best of her. Yeah. Uh, you go about your cleaning. Eventually the professor wakes up and you guys are able to hit up the tank. These again, if you want, it depends. Uh, you guys, like I said, you guys are about two and a half hours. Um, I, let me see where the closest city is. I really think we just need to burn whatever is in there. Just pour the gas down like he asked take the file back to the post office and just go back to our lives. I'm genuinely curious what, what, what these tapes are. And we have some time until the translation comes in, and I say at that time, um, let's make a decision. When the, at least when the translation, com- translation comes in. Or the lack thereof. Alright, but I can't just sit here and listen to audio. I've got to find... My eyes need stimulation. Well, uh, I hand her the book. <laughs> Are you willing to read a rather, perhaps a rambling dissertation? Absolutely. 
here we are. So the reels keep going, and the book. Or which book are you looking at? The Sky Devils or the unmarked one? I would give the, un- the Sky Devils. Sky Devils. Oh, there's an unmarked it. book. I would yes, read the unmarked. Un- I want to read the unmarked book. I just, I just want to say. As a player, I really want to pocket one of those grenades, but I don't think the doctor would. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just because it's like a tear gas, gla- a tear gas grenade from Vietnam. Like, how freaking cool would that be just to say that you have one? I mean, I've been hearing a lot of stories about people uh, who are uh, like using old like grenades as like as like uh, pumice stones and like, like uh, not pumice stones, like Pestles, pestles, like mortar and pestle stones. I don't think I would use a grenade as a mortal pest. Well, like literally, this guy who was like a brother, like I found this weird thing in the forest. Like, oh, cool, just use it to like crack walnuts. It's like that's a World War II uh, uh, hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's like a, like a German stick grenade. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, and it's still active. And he's like, oh shit. I mean, to be to be fair. No matter what, he'll still achieve what he wants if he hits it. <laughs> True, and he used to 15 years to like crack walnuts yeah. with, and then and then someone was like, "That's an active explosive," and he's just like, "Here you go, come." Ha! Do you know Latin, Doctor? Probably. Okay. Is that? Do you? I didn't know if you had a blank language or or not. I don't know how languages work in in this, but um, as a doctor, they at least know some Latin because a lot of words from. Uh, Anatomy are Latin based. Okay, I'll I'll give it to you. Because usually, what it is, if, if your career gave you language, you would have had it, and if if you would have put it as bonus, you could have done it. I didn't know I could. No, no, that sorry, that's that's fair. Uh, we are all just learning. But position, um, yeah, does not have a language. What? Position does not get a language. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd have to be something you did as a bonus one. Which is it. stupid, like, because you need to know quite a bit of Latin yeah. well, to be I, a doctor. I think I think it's, it's like, rudimentary stuff I, I can yeah. give uh, with that. One, you notice it's in Latin. Okay. It looks like it might have been... It's handwritten. It looks like someone must have been... Must have copied from another book into this book. In the inside of it, you see that they wrote on like the margins. Um, they called it uh, uh, Liber Damnatus. But you're you're getting bits and pieces of it. But just getting into it right now, you're not really finding a whole lot. It's something I, if I, you find it's interesting, you might pick it up or or you might bring it and do it like at home. And I think it's time. one of those things like she could read it and pronounce it, but not know what it says. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Sky Devils. It's you're reading, and it's like talking about um, flying gods, almost um, that 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 like bring the day or the night, and as they bring the day or the night, those those gods are also representations of life and death in a way. You're you're getting some of that. That's just like some some small stuff as you're like getting through like like in the front part of it you're not getting a whole lot of of the real depth here it might take you longer to like really like sit down with the and like dig into what his annotations mean yeah um, I, I don't think she's like really like in-depth reading it it's just something to keep her eyes busy as she's listening to what's being 
yeah, yeah. Side oh, of the audio. Sorry, that that one was also then towards the professor. It was the skydiving one. So, and your yours, it's it's hard to check. But as so as it's going, we'll get this in. You're probably hungry, but you guys are you know like an hour out from a town. You guys get through this another ten. You both are like in your books hearing this. You hear some more mentions of uh, the scaled redeemer. Uh, Saint Yig is another one. Uh, they also refer to as the Blessed Serpent. I have a pretty high occult. Can I roll something for the Blessed Serpent in all this? Uh, yeah. Uh, 62 on uh, my score is 80. You know of it as some kind of like discredited mythology uh, and like discredited interpretations of the Christian Bible. Uh, a lot of it comes from like, like a, what is it called? Um, the Gnostics? No, I was gonna say like when you have like a like a like kind of like how like the Greek gods and the Egyptian gods, like like where you take the gods from one place and or like the themes of those gods and then you basically like implant them on your own. I can't oh, okay. I can't think of the, the actual term for it, but it seems like yeah. like uh, uh, almost like a bastardization of a Christianization of a different religion. Right, right, yeah. Uh, you think it, it sounds like a, like it's coming from? It might have been like a maybe southern u.s or central american uh that's what it's, this is kind of sounding like it's from you hear a lot of con like several points throughout these tapes you hear congregants cry out like because they they part of the, they're they're letting themselves be bitten by these snakes and so you'll hear like the cries of people as their pain is being cried out um and at some point one person is refusing medical treatment and is just wailing in agony and i need a sanity check Ooh, okay so you roll you roll yes it's rolled below your current sanity yes 51 out of 65 61 out of 70 guys are good to go nothing is stopping you guys yeah it, it sounds so uncomfortable but you're you're able to bear through it uh, I'm sure in the surgery. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure during surgery, uh, you hear people cry in pain. All uh, or people who are coming in. And I'm sure you hear plenty of undergrads cry in pain as they <laughs> study. <laughs> yeah. As they have to learn how to work 48-hour shifts with no sleep and no food. Yeah. Um, so it's getting to be like late afternoon, uh, almost evening at this point. Uh, you've listened to 21 hours of this, and this is. That's kind of the contents of it. Some pseudo Christian snake handling, uh, people crying out in tapes, and it's FBI labeled, so it must have been something that went down. Do I get a response from my contact in Ireland? Yeah, yeah. Um, at this point, we'll say yeah. At this point, you're like, you go to like stop the the reels and you go back to your phone, and they say, like basically a text saying uh, it's it's all gibberish. There's nothing to decipher. It's it's it looks like it's written to be in in Ogham ruins, but it's er it's not it's there's nothing there. There's it's all gibberish. Shit. Alright. Um thank you for uh what's the word I'm looking for? Humoring me with this. Um Apologies for any uh, for if it got in your way and anything like that. Um thank you though. Um No, it's fine. I just if it uh text but like if it i would have got it back to you sooner but i was just it's just strange because it, it it doesn't mean nothing 
do like the particular particular runes have any sort of meaning with them? Like they're not saying any words, but perhaps like one is a guess. I'm not familiar with Og how much of that sort of how they how it works. Uh, like, like, well, this, there's anything to do with serpents? No, nothing. It's just it's the the runes are all there, but it's not it's not coming together to be anything. All right. Uh, thank you again. Um, uh, so yes, um, uh, I will. Uh, the next time uh, we meet up, I will buy the first round. Hey, you better. Uh, I will. Uh, so I mean, you you've been looking through. You so I'll say out of the stuff that you found, you like I said, you've already kind of looked through the Vintage Corporation stuff. Uh, it's uh, it was an Argentinian import export firm dating from 1965 to 1968. Uh, the file Argentinian. begins with an FBI investigation into allegations of weapons smuggling in Miami. Investigation ends without prosecution. And there's a note of a Delta a company called Delta Green surveilling the company even after the prosecution failed, uh, where Bauman then undercover financial ties between them and a this the watch the financial watch list called K Group. And there was a raid on the warehouse in San Juan, Puerto Rico, resulting in recovery of something called the Skeel Formula, and that is that. The other pouch you've already looked at too, uh, just uh, animal hair, blue feathers, and baby teeth. You've already inspected the knife. Uh, there's just the glass orb. You know, there's tear, tear gas grenades. Uh, they look very old. Sky Devils and uh, Liber Dimnatus. You think if you wanted more in-depth understanding of them, it'd be something you'd have to spend maybe like weeks looking into. Sure. Um. While um, the professor is on his phone call, I think the doctor has is tired of waiting, and she's known what she's needed to do for a while, and has only been humoring him, mm-hmm. and starts to move the gas cans to the septic tank. She's not pouring them in yet, but she's going to yeah. start getting them. Start hauling them back and forth. Yeah. Uh, as, as soon as the phone calls over. Um... And thinking about it, I said, Doctor, I had a... What What the hell is she? Uh, and we'll kind of go around and be like, Ah, there you are. Um, uh, so nothing with with the, 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 the knife. Apparently it's just gibberish. Hmm. Sure. Um, however... Um, Here, take these. She had some two cans of gasoline. Sure, why not? Um... Uh, at this point, I do not want to deal with any of this. So, um, you're right. Let's burn this thing. Let's get the hell out of here. I will say, however, that um, religion, this, this, the uh, uh, faith, whatever you want to call it, that um, is South American, and the they were researching a Argentinian company. I think there could be a connection there. However, at this point, let's just open that thing up, drop the suit in there and burn everything. Do you want to drop the files in there too? I'm thinking... Might as well just burn it all. Just burn it all. Yeah, and we'll... we'll I mean, I'll... here, we'll just... Is there a lighter or a match? I don't think... You don't happen to smoke, do you? No, I don't. I drink, but I don't smoke. Is there a... a... A handler. Uh, that's that's what you are in this world. Uh, is there a is there some is there a lighter or anything to start a fire within the box, or in the shed, or in the shed? Give me a luck roll. 
Um, basically, just get under 50%. 50 do you want to roll or do you want me to roll? I'll roll. You'll roll? I'll roll. Watch, I'm going to roll like a 90. The one thing you fail? Four. I. It's not a 94. It's a 56. Oh, shit. <laughs> there is nothing. There's nothing in the house. There's nothing in the trunk. There is nothing in the shed. I'm trying just, to... Th- does the Prius have a cigarette lighter in it? Like one of those things you press in that gets super hot? I feel like probably. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. If I'm like, this could work. I know that I am pretty sure the doctor was a Girl Scout. And I know when I was in Girl Scouts, one of the badges was to get a badge for starting a fire without a match. But I'm trying to remember how it was done. <laughs> There are no cigarette lighters in a Prius. <laughs> no, there aren't. Oh um, my god! I, almo- I almost took survival. I didn't take survival. <gasps> yeah, you guys are gonna have to at least go an hour out to find a town. I'm, I'm trying to think, because she's not a chemist. She wouldn't have uh, a thing to start a fire on her. We'll drive out. We can drive out. I'm sure there's a gas station. We have Maybe. wasted so much time. Okay, do. You- <laughs> We have plenty of time. We can go. We've got less than twenty-four hours. Less twenty-four hours. It will take us thirty minutes to find a gas. We'll find a gas station. We'll we'll grab us. We'll grab a lighter. Whatever's in there has been in there for three days. Longer, probably longer. Four days well, at this point. Uh, it's probably been longer than that because nothing in the cabin has been used for two months. Well, there we are. So we can go get a lighter. We can come back. We'll buy some food. So I'm hungry, and I feel weird eating a dead man's food. Probably all rotten anyways. Okay, let's go find a lighter. Let's go get a lighter. Or matches. Or matches. Or both. And we'll light up a, light up some wood, uh, pour the gasoline, and then drop the wood in there, burn everything, and then just go home. I'm tired of this. We can use some of the gasoline to burn what's in the box, and then we can pour the rest of it down the tank. And Sounds good to me. I'm keeping the book on sky doubles, though. I'm keeping that. Sure. But that's a copy of, dissert- of, a, of a dissertation, right? Yes. Okay, then no, you won't keep that. You can just look it up. Uh, it is a dissertation that's it, unpublished. Oh, okay. Um, well, then. And it, then. this one is annotated. Oh, then never mind. He's going he's gonna to keep the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like 30 miles south to the nearest town. Oh, the nearest gas station. We don't need a town. An just, hour. I just, we just need a, the, the. That sounds a ga- about right. Just a truck stop somewhere. An hour. Okay. Yeah. That's the first thing I looked up. All right. Sounds about right. Well, when you live in town- the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's like a township. I don't I don't even think that's got what you're going to want. So about an hour. Either way, uh, yeah. the mm-hmm. town will be closer. So you, you guys travel south about an hour. You get to the town of, of Finland. Is that, what I'm, is that right? Finland. Yeah, Finland. Get some stuff. Get some food. Uh, a little diner called Our Place. American food. There's a co-op and, and an Exxon. Go to the Exxon. The Exxon's gotta have a lighter. It's gotta have lighters. I'm gonna check them. I'm gonna check them. You can buy okay, cigarettes yeah. everywhere in, in your in your there, there, there are some uh, gas stations up this far out that are unmanned. So they're just like gas stations. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, was, I just had to yeah. check. Yeah, so you guys get yourself some minor uh, uh, minor purchase for you guys. <laughs> uh, you guys get your stuff. About another hour up. I buy a, uh, a, a bag of beef jerky because, like, fuck it, I'm hungry. Yeah. Because you guys have not been eating all day. You've just been sitting. Also, it's it's like the temperature today is 
roughly around 45 degrees Fahrenheit, 7 Celsius. Uh, so it's a much cooler day. It's a surgeon. They typically have anywhere from 8 to 13 hour surgeries. Yeah. So and eating, going almost all day not eating for and Miles is a And Miles is a PhD. He, he's, he's had some terrible, terrible unhealthy days just doing something <laughs> Yeah, so you guys, you guys get back. Uh, you get, you have your lighter. You got the gas. You have got your food mm-hmm. on the way. So this is, is this it? What we're doing? We're gonna open up the tank and burn it. I, I think the first thing we're gonna do is burn the stuff in the trunk. Yeah, just not like the trunk. the trunk of the car, but like yeah. the footlocker that we found. All of it. Everything keep- but the book that the professor wants to keep. Uh, let's not burn the tear gas. Grenades. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I, uh, Bad idea. <laughs> Two idiots were found choked to death uh, in the forest today. Um, and I really think that it's going to take more than some gasoline and a lighter to burn the knife. We I don't do- think it'll get hot enough. Do you want to take the knife back to our friend? We can do that. Like, the things that won't burn easily should put in the trunk. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll keep those and, and return them directly to them, saying that we didn't really have the means to dispose of it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so you, you guys can get the... use some of the gas on the... Are you just gonna, like... Where are you, where are you burning the trunk? Um... Is there uh what is the word to say? Is there like a, a outcropping of rock or somewhere with not a lot of vegetation around? No. You are near a lake. Wanna burn it by the, the bathtub? Oh, the bathtub. Okay. We put all of the flammables in the bathtub. I will take out like some of my medical supplies that she always keeps on her, like some gauze. Um, and she'll dip it in some of her like uh, hand sanitizer light it on fire, and then throw it into the tub. Removing the shower curtain and stuff. Uh, so opening the, the windows? Thing... Of course. Okay. <laughs> just have to ask. <laughs> a lot of things that could or could not go wrong, so I just gotta know what you're doing. Um, yeah, you start this controlled fire. I mean, it's this, the fire goes up. <sighs> smoke starts filling. Smoke tries to air out. Uh, it doesn't look like there is any kind of sprinkler system or fire alarm type deal in here. Mm-hmm. But, what the shower's for. Yeah, uh, but again, smoke coming in. It's mm-hmm. Some of it's exiting, some of it's filling the house. Yeah, so eventually that starts, that burns down. That gives a, a good 20 minutes. Bef- like, how are you letting it try to just nothing left, or are you just like lighting on fire and then I turning think, the water on? I think we're gonna... I think what... I don't know what the professor's idea is, but my idea is to not burn it all the way, but to the point where it'd be unrecognizable, turn the water on, take the contents, because if we found the cabin, the kids are going to find the cabin. Mm -hmm. So we need to clean up any source of the fire. Sure, yes. Let's get the the tritus and, and put it back of the Prius, I guess. <laughs> Put in the trunk of the Korea- Prius. I'm not getting my security mm-hmm. deposit back. Fuck. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you guys are spending time cleaning up after yourselves, we'll say maybe like another hour and a half goes by, just airing out the place and making sure it's not uh, noticeable. 
yeah uh yeah we'll, we'll say that all goes pretty fast pretty quick uh for you guys uh and then the rest is the tank yeah all right it's starting to get the sun's uh still high uh not high it's still up uh you know it's getting late though um but the summer is keeping the light going you guys get to the tank yeah there's the padlock you unlock it yeah uh you open the tank and as soon as it opens you hear water moving like someone's walking in water where is the professor right now because i know the doctor's pouring in the gasoline yeah no he's like fuck this this is weird this is some shit he doesn't want to deal with yeah because the doctor's just like i don't hear this just pour it in light it on fire and go okay sorry and where's the doctor or the professor uh she's yeah he's helping Helping to okay. So you guys, I'm saying you open up the hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, you you start to go pour, and you hear this water moving, and you start to pour some of the the stuff in. You can see in the light just very dimly. The it's very it seems very big down there, very shallow uh, water. I'm not looking in. I mean, I don't think the doctor has a choice if she's no. the one pouring the gas in. No, the professor's helping, like, but he's not yeah, looking yeah. in. He's just um, like, there's a nozzle on the uh, gas cans. He's just. Uh, hello? Uh, hello? Pouring it in. The oh. professor looks at the doctor and says, It's been on that just, for two months. Just keep, keep just pouring please. it in. Whatever please. is down there. Wait, can I make some kind of check? Because I know as a player, I know how long you can go without food and water before you die. You're a doctor. I'm a doctor. I should know too, you right? You can't go two months without food and water. Yeah, give me just give me a intelligence times five. You rolled a six. That's good. Ooh, you know a human shouldn't survive that. Just, I don't know what's down there, but just keep pouring. Give me it a in. sanity check. I okay. Fair enough. Because <laughs> I feel like. Oh no! I rolled five. I rolled a 98. Oh, oh no. you almost, you are so close to a crevail. Four sanity loss for the Professor Miles. Think about As you it. realize think about uh, it. that's not normal. Yeah, don't think about it. Don't think about it. You're fine. You're fine. Pour the gasoline. Do what the weird Vietnam man says. It's just weird that I rolled a six and then a five on my percentile die. Lucky. The doctor is used to people asking for help, like pleading for help. Like that's all that's in a hospital. It's just people saying, help me, help me, something's wrong. You gotta help me. We're gonna help you, dear. <laughs> and she's pouring And she starts, she shambles to like the opening where you guys are pouring uh, the gasoline down. Please, you gotta help me. He's a sick, sick man. Please help me. How much gas have we poured in at this point? Um, with the way your conversation's going, I'd say you guys have probably got two gallons in there. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to leave him, but he, he was doing some sick. Pagan ritual. <laughs> he wanted me to be a slave. I'm gonna make. So I'm gonna make another sanity roll. You got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Because I'm about to do something, and I think 
I well, think... give me the sanity roll because this is uh, someone actively pleading for help. <laughs> uh, that's a ninety-two. It's a ninety-two. Oh shit! Uh, uh, that's a fifty-four for me. The doctor takes one sanity. Okay, so that decreases from my current. From your current, yep. Okay. He, he was doing his. He wanted me to be a slave forever, and I didn't want to. And he did this thing. And he said it didn't work, buddy. I hurt so much. I hurt so much. You, you know he what? I, me here. I'm a doctor. Help me. And you're not gonna hurt anymore, and we're gonna help you as I pour a gallon of gas onto a her. A doctor pouring gasoline onto this person. I think that's gonna take a sand check. That's that's why I wanted to roll okay. one because that's yeah, what well, you're I was gonna doing. you're gonna get you're gonna get one now because that is bad. Yeah, that's that's a twelve. That's a twelve. Okay. Yeah, it's twelve sanity. Do you, as you're pointing, do you look at her at all? No. No. No, you're just pointing. No eye okay. contact. <laughs> no eye Are contact. Hard eye contact with the doctor. I need air. I need light. Help me! Oh, and she's like, you yeah. you need light. I'll, I'll give you some light. Doctor, stop talking to her. <laughs> I I do what I did in the bathtub. I take like a long strip of my gauze, dip it in uh, the alcohol, and okay. give her some light. I am going to need... Fuck. What is everyone's uh, dexterity? Uh, Ten. Fourteen? As you like are doing this and you're, you're ignoring her, I can... <sighs> I can teach you things, though. I can teach you things, though. And she leaps from the bottom of this massive septic tank up through the hole, tackling. Um, I'm going to do evens. It's going to be the doctor. Ah, it's the professor. Even it's the doctor. Yeah. uh, So you want to do this. Like, you're trying to light this thing. And then she, like, comes up and tackles you from it. And you both go falling so she's doing uh unarmed combat that's what she's gonna do so she basically gets to roll her thing uh 48 under 75 so you have the option you can spend your action to dodge you can spend your action to fight back you could or you could wait until your turn to do actions where where did we fall you said she's trying we... to attack she's so so basically it all depends on what you do um just backwards from where you were like so like out of the tank yeah okay i am going to use my action to finish what i was doing and try and set okay, her so, on fire okay so then if you're not dodging uh she no. got her stuff in and so she does she like tackles into you with these like sharp claws that are like just her <sighs> finger bones not even <sighs> it's just like that it's like this thing like turning straight into you and does four damage to you okay 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 listen to me listen to me and And she like we should have we should have put the gasoline down the toilet (laughs) uh yeah um, the toilet wasn't hooked up to the septic tank okay good Uh, so basically, what you're seeing you is like been this... a waste of twenty gallons of gas. I mean, it was an idea. I'm glad I didn't say it, but it was an idea. So she's like this misshapen nude woman in her fifties. Uh, her flesh is gray blue, and she has torn out most of her hair. 
Her hands are blood-stained, flesh stripped by constant clawing at the walls. Her feet and lower legs are swollen from frequent immersion in water, and her skin sloughs off with alarming frequency. And yet, she lives. <laughs> I just set a woman on fire, so I just rolled sanity because oh, I well, think sorry, I well, would be... Yeah, yeah, quite... Question, yeah, I rolled a 93. Your, no, what was your dexterity? Uh, 14. 14, and what was the professor's? 10. Okay, so okay, so yeah, it's your turn. So you can, so basically, if you want to try and light her on fire, what you will need to do is, I'll say, give me an unarmed combat. Okay. Should be at least 40. I rolled a 38. Okay, I'll say it. you got the you got the fire on her and she's covered in gasoline. Yes, give me a sanity check. Uh, that uh, give me both of you. So sorry. Okay, uh, I'm gonna need two sanity checks from you and one from the professor. Okay. Both of you are getting a sanity check mm. for seeing her. Seventy-one. Oh, that's a six, not a nine. Okay. Did you guys pass? Uh, professor did not. Uh, my first one was a ninety-three. My second one was a sixty-three. So you both lose seven sanity from seeing her. It. Which That's... makes my second roll a fail. Which means you go temporarily insane, both of you, because you lost five or more at a moment. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Did anybody get am... a breaking point? Uh, Two away. Oh, wait. Here's, here's the thing. Actually, before you do the seven, you can try to project onto a bond to save yourself. Okay. Ooh, I have a, good, I have a cool idea. If you want to project onto a bond, roll a d4. Okay. One. Two. Subtract that number from your current willpower. Willpower? Yep. Oh, uh, thank God. Then reduce that number from the bond you're projecting onto. Got it. What if that number is higher than the bond score? Your bond should have a higher score than your bond should be. So you, you have a charisma of nine. Yeah. So the bond score for that should be nine. Yes. And my willpower is a fourteen. Is no, a no, 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 no. Sorry, reduce the so the the, the what did you get? You rolled a one. I rolled a one. Yeah, sorry. You rolled the one subtracts from willpower, and then one also from the the bond. Okay, okay. One and then the what's bond. left okay. over out of the seven is how much you take insanity, which I believe uh, for both of you still five. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> but. Oh. But it makes my next one not a fail. Yeah. Well, uh, so <laughs> temporary insanity. Um, so you guys lost five or more at a time. Yeah. And that was unnatural. So. Can't be fucking insane to light a person on fire. Let me light a person on fire. So you basically you get the option of fight, flight, or freeze. And because it's from unnatural, the common reactions they say is either flee or freeze. But I think for the sake of it, yeah, give, just give me a choice out, out of fight, flight, or freeze. I mean, flight for, for the professor. That's, he's like, fuck this. Yeah. Did did this trigger before or after I set this woman before on the fire? fire? Before the fire. Okay, so I would obviously choose fight because yeah. I was already That's, setting it Yeah, that fire. was kind of your goal, and you're you're in a position where it's <laughs> really mm. one of your... Because what I think it was is it's probably more of a freeze... But she's already like mid setting her on fire, so it yeah, it's kind of like something in motion stays in motion. So then for you, you do the fire, you set her on fire, you you succeeded the sanity. I did the second, the second, the second sanity. One. Yes, I succeeded because of the projection. So that one 
Okay, yeah, no sand loss for that. That's the fun thing is sometimes even if you succeed, there's still sand loss. But you set her on fire, which... <laughs> I, just gotta, I have a lot of documents I have up for this. Uh... I really thought I would be the one that was running, but I got tackled. Roll 1d6. Four. Four. Okay, that's how much burning damage she took right now. Okay, yeah. Uh, so it looks like she, she might be catching fire. It looks like it's going. That's your turn. Flee. Your agent must move away from them top speed in any direction for a number of turns equal to your con. What is your con? M. So for 10 rounds, you will be running your ass off. Which direction are you going? 10 uh, rounds? Are Just... you heading into the woods? Are you heading down the road? Are you going I'm to the headed car? Down the headed down the road, I'll say. No, in you car? run into the house and you go to the second floor. There's no second. No, are, are you taking the car or are you just running? I was like just running. Yeah, you sprint 30 meters <laughs> towards the <laughs> towards the road. Sorry, doctor. So, <laughs> so she's she's on she's trying to catch on fire. So she's gonna roll X times five to not be caught on fire. Fire, please be caught on fire. 38. So oh. she is. Uh, not on fire. Yeah, so she, so she, you got her with 1d6. Now she's on top of you. She is, what's wrong, doctor? Why wouldn't you help me? And she's like taunting you as she's like slamming you into the ground. Um, so she's gonna do an unarmed combat. I believe that might be it. Uh, 63 under 75, yep. So here's an option that you can do that might help you. Fight back is a defensive role that lets you attack. I would like to fight back. Okay, because I was going to say that might actually give you a better chance. I just say you will die. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I've been left alone. I will die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went insane, man. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh, sorry. Let me let me see how long you have to do. I, oh, I think you have to do it until uh, one of you is dead. You are the creature. Or unconscious or restrained. Okay. So make your unarmed combat. Don't know that you can win this, but we'll find out. That's a 71. That's a fail. Okay. Yeah. So you, you failed the attack to attack her back. So she just gets her damage in on you, which is a five hit points. As she's slamming you into the ground with her bony claws jamming you in there. Miles Anderson, you are sprinting into the woods. You are so remote from anything right now, but you know, maybe if you just keep hitting the roads, you can get out of here. The creature goes back to attack again. What, what is your unarmed combat? Uh, the normal 40. Okay. I will say, I will say now, uh, it's, it's probably actually not good for you to fight back now that I'm thinking about this, because you will probably always lose the roll, the, the roll off, uh, when you could just get damage on her. So I'll, I'll let you get a second attack in if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, two attacks will be fine. And then I'll just uh, make up for that. Because I realized I was I was leading you into a situation where you wouldn't get to do anything. That's fine. I'm a freaking doctor, not a fighter. So the first one's a fail. It's an 80. Second one is a 39. Um, I believe unarmed damage. Is four, yeah, my unarmed combat is 40. So. Uh, I mean, sorry. What I mean is I believe it's damage-wise... Professor, I'm going to haunt your nightmares. Probably. Because you just left me there to die. Again, he went insane. This is not his fault. 
<laughs> I was going to help you, but I, I literally went insane. Yeah, you guys kind of got the... Because the... <laughs> the thing is, you guys could have gone insane by looking at her while she was in the tank. <laughs> Instead of when she was, like, on top of you. <laughs> but where's the fun in that? Yeah, we're we should try to we should have tried Where's to pour the... twenty gallons in there. We should have probably poured two and then tried it. We did. We poured two gallons of gas in it, and then I poured a gallon on her and tried to set her on fire. Well, I believe in you. What's your strength score? Uh, twelve. Not bad. Uh, give me one d four minus one. Uh, three. Uh, yeah, you're pounding back at her. I think what I'm gonna do here. It's is... okay if you kill me. It's okay. No, no. What I think I'm gonna do here is. After, you know, like 10 rounds, after short, wild sprints from Professor Miles Anderson, what do you do? Uh, am I? If I sprint that long, like, am I by a highway? Am I still on the dirt roads? On average, a healthy male should be able to run a mile in six to eight minutes. Uh, you are still on dirt road. Okay. Um, shit. I don't know if she's okay. I assume yeah. she's probably not. Do I have the knife? You guys said... Um, we weren't going to burn it. I know you took the... I know you probably took the book with you. Where would you have... Where would you have put the book and the knife? He would have put it in the car. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? He's not a brave man. He's going to try to find the highway. Uh, and then get back and he's going to be fucking pissed that this happened. Um, but, but he, at you this can, point, you're going to take the highway, you like walk the highway. I was going to try to get the highway and try to like wave down someone to help him. Yeah. I mean, I'll say, yeah, I mean, almost a half an hour later, you find, uh, the highway and you just wait there trying to flag people down, I guess. Okay. You know, give me a, give me a, give me a luck roll to see how, how this 41 is. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, it takes a while of walking down the highway, but, uh, eventually, yeah, someone finally picks you up. I asked him to bring me back to, uh, to, ple- to very please bring me black back to, um, where were we? Duluth? Yeah. Duluth and, and uh, specifically the post office, if, if they can, the one that we were at. Give me a charisma times five. Okay, my charisma's not bad. Because I, I realize that's, that is a pretty big ask. To... 96. 96. Yeah, so just back uh... to Duluth at the very least, or somewhere... They bring you as far as... It looks like they were heading back to, to Two Harbors. That's still several hours away, but it's a town. Yeah, uh, from there, he'll try to get a, a bus or something to Duluth yeah. or get to Duluth and then get to the, the people and so he can freak out and tell them never to contact him again. You <laughs> you get back to, you let them know. We'll say we'll cut to the post office 2 p.m. the next day. You're there, you're disheveled. You <laughs> let them know. Basically, he's like, okay, I, I understand. Sorry it didn't work out. And let's see what you saw. Your... A woman's dead. So go fuck yourself. And he throws the knife and the book onto like a, his desk or table or something like that. Just okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Just... Miles leaves, heads back to his life. Eventually, there's a news report about a dead woman up at this cabin. Uh, Looks like she's been bludgeoned to death. There's a lot of weird reports about it because she had uh, uh, gasoline all over the place on her, on the thing. And I believe that's where we can end this. A very sad day. (laughs) 
You know what? You know what, Felis? I'm gonna stop playing with you because this is not the first time you've left my character to die. I went insane. I played by the rules. <laughs> the rules told me to leave you. Even when the rules don't say to leave me behind and let me just die, it I was I was out of does. I was out of spell slots. I was out hey, <laughs> hey, I never left Thyra. I well, fucking I mean, that... almost died. I'm not talking mm. about Thyra, I'm talking about Venus, your I know healer. I know exactly who you're talking about. I was out of spell slots, I couldn't yeah. tell you, I'm sorry. I, I'll just say, uh that is the nature of Delta Green. Thank uh, you. It doesn't so kill you, uh, leaves you worse off than you ever <laughs> yeah. could have imagined. Um, uh, well, thanks everyone for listening to this, uh, the new foray into the Blacklight Files. Um, I've been Nick. You can find me on the Twitter at Bumblescum. That's with a K, uh, where you can follow the IDL at Twitter, IDL underscore RPGS. Or if you want to hit up these, fine find uh troubled agents uh dido is on the twitter uh that's dido 11 uh where you can find out about all the stuff that she gets up to in the game she gets to play uh or felis at undead felis Mm -hmm. uh, where he won't be there (laughs) i probably won't i'm not on twitter very much but that's literally the only place you can find me Follow yeah. if you want, you'll get the occasional mean tweet about landlords, and that's it. As it should be, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you all, and goodbye. Bye-bye.